Mr. Gorbachev, tear down this wall. The only thing we have to fear is fear itself. I'm not a crook. If you like your health care plan, you'll be able to keep your health care plan. for the latest news on money, politics, prophecy, and preparedness. And now your host, the editor-in-chief of Christian Money Books, Jim Paris. All right. Hello, everybody. Welcome to our guest segment. For those of you watching on the video stream, let me hold the book up here so you can see it. And there's a little bit of glare there, but there it is. It's called Uplifted, the subtitle, 12 Minutes to More Joy, Faith, Peace, Kindness, and Vitality. And joining us for the first time is Susan Smith-Jones, the author. Good to have you with us, Susan. Jim, I'm so happy to be with you. Thank you. I guess I should call you Dr. Jones. But if Susan is okay, uh, I would, I'll go with Susan. Yeah, so I know the book has a lot to do with holistic medicine. Tell us a little bit about your interest in holistic medicine and your background in holistic medicine and why that's such a big part of your life. Yes, absolutely. You know, it started when I was a teenager, when I was, I'll make this brief, when I was 15, my dad unexpectedly died and I didn't handle it well. I ate everything in sight for about a year. Nothing was healthy, of course. Gained 50, over 50 pounds, got acne, allergies, asthma, arthritis, and my grandmother, who was not a doctor, but she was wise in the ways of living close to Mother Earth and knowing what to eat and how to live to be healthy, she asked me to come and li- live with her for the I didn't want to live, and she knew I was going downhill really quickly. And during those three months and then the rest of the year that I did live with her, she taught me exactly how to eat and how to live. Uh, it was amazing what I, as a result of her wisdom, and I'm a senior, to this day, Jim, I have never taken any medication in my life. And, uh, and seven years later, she passed away. And then I went to UCLA and got five uh, graduate degrees. And then I taught students, staff, and faculty how to be healthy and fit for uh, just over 30 years, and then I traveled the world to teach people my gold star secrets to healing their body and living their best lives, and I put it all in this new book, Uplifted, and the companion book, Wired for High-Level Wellness. I still feel my great... Uh, and I retired from UCLA in 2000, so that I could travel the world, which is what I've been doing. And now I do it a little more virtually until everything's all cleared up. But uh, I just have a wealth of knowledge, and I can take anybody, Jim, and if they give me one month, 30 days, I can make their how they look, how they feel, and physiologically be 10 years younger in, in 30 days. Uh, because the human body is an amazing machine given to us by God and requires attention, regular maintenance, and loving care to run as efficiently as possible. 
So in Uplifted, I teach you how to both honor your body and keep your mind uplifted and positive. And I, and it's, you know, nothing is done in big steps. It's all baby steps. And when they're done consistently and enthusiastically, they'll become your new normal. Let me ask you. Because we all have the key to unlock the inner power and to achieve our goals and yes. to be radiantly healthy. I, I love the, uh, the idea that you're not taking any medication, but what about people that have to take medication? So like in my case, I take, a, I take medication for blood pressure. Is there a, yes. and, and I've recently lost 50 pounds. I don't know if you heard that in my, in my Ooh, opening segment. Great. Yeah. But, and I, but I'm still taking the blood pressure medication. I might be able to come off of it, but when you look at getting away from medications, do you look at supplements to replace them with? Is that what you're doing? Like, for example, is there a supplement to take uh, in place of a high blood pressure pill? Or are you looking at other changes that would get rid of the high blood pressure altogether? Okay, let's just talk about high blood pressure. First of all, Jim, I would never tell anybody to go off their medication. You work with your doctor on that, and hopefully you can find a doctor that knows something about holistic health. So much of blood pressure being high has to do with us not managing the stress in our lives, and I'll give you some of the best stress busters, not getting enough sleep, carrying extra weight, not having enough nitric oxide in our body, and and if we eat a lot of foods with white sugar and white flour and additives and preservatives, um, and and too much fat and hydrogenated fat and colorings and flavorings, it's going to increase our blood pressure. So there are supplements you can take, and there are even there's something like tea. Literally, Jim, hibiscus tea, especially when it's combined with a green tea, and, and, I, and I have different combos, but hibiscus green tea together really helps to lower cholesterol and lower blood pressure. What I do every morning that my grandmother Fritzi taught me to do as a teenager is my refrigerator is never without uh, several foods, but especially ginger and turmeric roots. And every morning I take my glass tea kettle, and I like glass because I know it's clean. You never know in some of the other closed-up tea kettles what's growing inside. I put in my purified water, and I take three to four coins of the turmeric root and the ginger root, kind of like the size of a nickel, and I put them in the water, bring it to a boil, simmer it. It turns a beautiful golden yellow color, gorgeous, and there are thousands of studies on the health benefits for your immunity, your skin, your energy, your blood pressure, every, every one of the 70 trillion cells in your body. And I make a quart and a half of this every morning. And I have it in the morning and I take this hot water and I pour it over maybe hibiscus green tea or, or whatever, detox tea. And then the rest of the day, I'll drink it. I'll use it as a liquid in my smoothies. I'll use it in recipes. Or I'll just drink it as my beverage of choice throughout the day. Simple things you can do that don't cost much money. 
Now, what about people that are dealing with anxiety and depression? Because normally what you do if you've got anxiety and depression is you go to a psychiatrist and they give you Xanax or one of these different, you know, uh, drugs. uh, And then you sort of become reliant on that drug. You need to take that pill every day to deal with your anxiety and depression. Um, What are some options for people dealing with those kinds of issues? Yes. Uh, And you know what, Jim, I'll tell you now, we should do a whole show on this uh, because it's such a big topic these days with everything that's going on in the world. And I can take anybody and pretty quickly, within a couple weeks to a month, have them completely no longer depressed unless they have clinical, bipolar, other types of depression. There are so many things you can do for depression, and I'll rattle through a few things quickly. Number one, to do grounding or earthing every day. I'll, I'll refer to my website now where you can go to see a documentary. My name, Susan Smith Jones. If you go to favorites in the navigation bar, I'm there right now. The very first entry says earthing or grounding. And that means you go out into your backyard or any natural earth surface, you know, the beach, a park where there's grass, not cement, not asphalt, but the natural earth. My grandmother used to take people in the neighborhood when they came to her for depression, had them take their shoes and socks off, walk barefoot on the grass 20 minutes after they were at her house, walking around, observing, and she just listened to them while they talked. They were no longer depressed. What happens when you walk barefoot on the earth? Your body soaks up electrons that the earth is giving off, and that that alleviates pain, reduces inflammation, reduces depression, lifts your mood quickly. So you'll see a one-hour documentary under favorites, that very first entry. You've got to make sure you get enough sleep at night, seven to eight hours of sleep. Six hours or less will make you more anxious, depressed, and upset. You need to make sure you eat your foods as close to the way nature made them as possible. Like Fritzy used to say to me, Jim, in nature you don't find ice cream trees and potato chip bushes and donut vines. Those are all the foods that I ate for that year and I gained 50 pounds. And she also used to say to me, I'm not sure who else will talk to you about this, but she'd say, Susan, you need to have one good bowel movement every day And if you're lucky, a couple more bonus rounds because she taught me how your body can get clogged up and then the toxins are recirculated if you're not in the flow. Um, So also you need to spend time in nature. Nature calms us down, reduces depression and anxiety. And I write about this in Uplifted. I call it NDD or Nature Deficit Disorder. I think, Jim, too much time away from nature wrinkles our soul and deprives us of the cost-free visual Valium experience. And our moms were right when they said what? They said, or grandmothers, go out and play. But I would say go out to play and pray. Uh, then we also need to strengthen our faith. Worry in, in the Bible, 2 Corinthians 5, 7, we read, 
Worry ends when faith begins. And really, what is faith? Faith is that invisible and invincible magnet and attracts to itself whatever it fervently desires and persistently expects. And what Ralph Waldo Emerson, if you said, Susan, what's one of your three favorite quotes of your entire lifetime? It's Ralph Waldo Emerson said, the whole course of things goes to teach us faith. That's what life is really all about. Um, and then, of course, we can't forget exercise. Ten minutes of exercise will double the level of endorphins and norepinephrine in our body. Ten minutes of aerobic exercise. These are the chemical keys to happiness. But I always say try, if you can, to get your workout in at the beginning of your day so you reap the benefits all day and 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 you'll have no excuses later in the day to skip your workout. Henry David Thoreau said, an early morning walk is a blessing for the whole day. And the only time I want my body to go downhill is after I've hiked or walked uphill. Oh, there you go. Uh, so I want to get into a little bit of um, discussion about meditation, which I think is covered in your book, if oh. I'm not uh, incorrect on that. Uh, so this yeah. is something that a lot of people, there's there's a lot of confusion about it. And there's, of course, mentioned in the Bible many, many times meditation. Yeah. And, um, but, but yet, because it sort of has been kind of taken over by the Eastern religions, a lot of times Christians are wary yeah. of, of getting involved yeah. with meditation. But can you start by just yeah. explaining what we're talking about when we talk about meditation and then what, what process of meditation do you recommend? Uh, for example, yeah. how long should someone meditate and what are they actually doing when they're meditating? Yes, and by the way, that would be another whole great show. Yeah. Um, so just so you know, Fritzi, when I was a teenager, taught me to meditate. She was a very devout Christian, and so am I. And I've studied meditation for decades. Meditation is just a way to unplug from the hustle and bustle of everyday living. And I think that the outside noise tends to drown out the inner life, the music of the soul, of God. And it's in that silence that we go within and we can nurture our spiritual life and and deeply connect with God. And scientific studies have discovered that with meditation, um, if you practice it on a regular basis, it changes your brainwave activity from from beta, where it probably, or we hope it is now with everyone, that's waking consciousness, to more alpha. It slows down. And what does that do when you do that? It makes you feel calmer, less anxious, more compassionate, more optimistic. In fact, scientific studies have discovered that those people that, and I'll give you a, a good Christian meditation that I do, um, the people that meditate every day, and it can be five minutes or ten minutes, doesn't have to be hours, um, uh, and you compare those people of the same age with people who don't meditate, the people who meditate, 
are physiologically 12 to 15 years younger in their body and look younger wow. than people who don't meditate. So that, that right there is a reason to do it. And you can meditate on the Word of God. For example, one of my favorite meditations, and we can do this now, it combines breathing because it helps to lower your blood pressure, but Psalms 46.10, you, Psalms means song, and it's sort of a praise to God. 46.10 Psalms is peace, be still. And if, if you're up top, you can do this even when you're driving, but don't close your eyes. But if you're sitting at home, I do this continually throughout the day. Like every hour on the hour, I'll take one to three to five minutes and I breathe in very slowly and deeply. We can all do this now. And as you breathe in, say silently to yourself or out loud, say the word peace. So you breathe in slowly, peace. And you hold your breath a few seconds so you fully oxygenate the body. And then you slowly ex exhale to the words, be still. And you do that one to three minutes, and you'll see how much more calm and relaxed you will be. You could even use the word still, like stillness. And you breathe into still, and you exhale to ness. See, the body benefits from movement, but the mind benefits from stillness. And, and, and we, it's good to have a little silence every day. Uh, silence is not the absence of sound. Silence is the absence of noise. Silence includes like natural sounds. For example, this morning, like I do most mornings, I live in Brentwood, Santa Monica area of, of Los Angeles, and I love to hike in the mornings. In fact, I usually go alone because I can't find anybody to get up <laughs> as early as I do to hike with me. But the na nature sounds, like this morning, I could hear the fluttering of hummingbird wings before going by my ear before I even saw them, and the breeze and the trees, and, you know, you see the deer and the butterflies. But noise, you know what noise is. It's radio, TV, traffic, airplane, voices. And we all thrive on a little bit of quiet every day. And, and I, and I want to say how important it is. This has to do with meditation to build breaks into your day from sunrise to sunset to refresh, to reset, even five minutes, maybe of, di of, of sipping some delicious tea like your hibiscus or green tea or peppermint or chamomile to calm you down or playing with your dog and cat is enough to rebalance because just as your computer can freeze up and be sluggish when you're running too many programs, your mind and spirit can get worn out from too much mental multitasking and engagement with technology. So it's okay to unplug every now and then or at least press that reset button. Even 60 seconds of breathing deeply will help reduce stress and depression and lift your spirit. And if anybody listening has a hard time sleeping at night, and I could do a whole show with yeah, you. Yeah, I was going to ask you about sleep like because somebody's, we have an email question already, and they wanted to know what you can do to help them with 
uh, being able to get a good night's sleep, deep sleep. They're, they're talking about melatonin and a bunch of other things here in this email. Uh, go ahead and talk about that because that's uh, okay. certainly something once that can help again, a lot of people. Once again, keep stress levels down. Keep the same sleep schedule seven days a week. Your body thrives on a routine and a good circadian rhythm. Get exercise in during the day, but not right before you go to bed because that would rev up your metabolism. If you heat your body up, say with a jacuzzi, a hot bath, an infrared sauna, you can learn more about that on my website. About uh, two to three hours before you go to sleep, the cooling down of the internal uh, core of your body increases the natural melatonin. You want your bedroom to be what? Cool, dark, and quiet. You want to sleep in natural sheets, not polyester. If you wear pajamas, they should be natural fiber pajamas. It's good to have a plant in the bedroom because it gives off oxygen and takes up carbon dioxide. It's good to put a little bit of the essential oil of lavender on your pillow or a diffuser next to your bed. So all of these things will help you sleep. And here is an exercise. And it's sort of like a little meditation. If you take, and we can all do it right now, if you take, you're lying in bed and you're counting sheep and you're thinking about the day and you can't get to sleep. So take your right thumb and like I'm doing now and put it on, close your right nostril, right thumb, close your right nostril and hopefully you don't have a cold or an allergy. Just breathe through your left nostril for three to five minutes. Now, the, Jim, that's a great time as you breathe in and out slowly through your left nostril to do peace be still or stillness. Mm. Or maybe I am, you know what, I am grateful, I am happy, I am peaceful, I am victorious, I am healed. You know, I am affirmations are powerful. You do that left nostril breathing for three to five minutes. It calms you down, relaxes the body, helps you to sleep more restfully. One more point. If you don't have the TV on at night because all the news is difficult to watch and listen to, and if you get up in the middle of the night to use the bathroom, as many of us do, don't blast the light because what does that do? completely shuts down the melatonin and it won't come back so have a little faint night light as you walk to the bathroom or in the bathroom if you need it and then get back to bed and then maybe go right back to that three to five minutes of closing off your right nostril and just breathing through your left nostril because that helps to change that brainwave activity see when you go to sleep at night it goes from beta waking consciousness to the next slower level, which is alpha, the next slower level is theta, and then you're in delta, which you're not aware of anything because you're in a deep sleep. Sleep, theta, alpha, beta. So scientists have discovered if you take one other time during the day where you consciously change your brainwave activity you go to sleep at night it just sort of happens you wake up in the morning it goes in the opposite direction but if you take one other time 
as what happens when you meditate, because you do your deep breathing and you change consciously the brainwave activity, you know, and, and you can you can pick any of the words of the Bible and 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 use those. But they have discovered that that's what will reverse the aging process, boost your immunity, heal your body, take away depression, help you to be as happy and in the pink as possible. And the cool thing about this is it's absolutely cost-free. And I like to always, like I like to do affirmations when I'm breathing deeply. One I love to say is, unexpected blessings are coming my way and and i i happen to believe my grandmother taught me that each day comes bearing precious gifts for you from god and it's our job every day just to untie that ribbon i think so often there's see there's beauty there's miracles there's blessings all around us but we're so busy in our lives that not everybody sees it and it's important to be as enthusiastic about life and positive as possible. Ralph Waldo Emerson said, nothing great was ever achieved without what? Enthusiasm. And there was a study last year at Harvard that said people who are positive and optimistic live 10 to 15 percent longer than pessimistic people. Hmm. So I, I, I always say this, health is a complete package, physical, mental, and spiritual. They all work as one. So you've got to show by your daily actions that health, that's mental and physical, is a top priority for you. Because within you know this, with a positive mindset, you can accomplish everything. Never underestimate the power you have to take your life in a new positive direction. In the Bible, Matthew 19:26, it says, "With God, all things are possible." And I think it really does begin with watching what you say. In Uplifted, I have a whole chapter on watching what you speak and write, and it has to be in a positive light. You always want to keep your words sweet, loving, true, and kind in case you have to eat them, as the old uh, folk medicine admonishes. You want to speak only positively and affirm the life you want to create and live. And Susan, we have, we're almost out of time, but I wanted to get to one oh. more topic that was in the book. And this oh, is sure. all such great information. I wish we could keep you for an hour or two. Uh, but uh, I want to talk about uh, self-esteem and confidence, which you get into in the book. Uh, what, what can you offer to people to help to build their self-esteem and confidence? Yes. For, you know, it begins with keeping your word with yourself. So often people say, I'm going to eat a better diet, I'm going to exercise, and they never follow through. And if, if you think nobody knows, the God knows, the universe knows, and how do you expect someone to keep a commitment to you if you can't even keep a commitment to yourself? And, we, and make 21-day agreements to change habits. Ben Franklin once said, whatever you do for 21 days will make or break a habit. And if you've got some bad habits in your life, like bad eating habits, or you're, you, you keep saying you're going to work out and you don't, 
make an agreement that for 21 days you'll do a little, some little workout every day. If you skip a day, you've got to start back over. I've got all of this detailed in the book. If, if every night you have a bad habit of having ice cream for dessert and you want to get over that habit, then just go 21 days. We're not saying a year, six months. Most people can commit to 21 days. And, uh, you know, before, before we actually run out of time, keep in mind there are three things over which you have control. How you move, that's your exercise, what you think, and what you eat. And you're in charge of all of those. Um, so, and I, I want to say I have uh, on the home page of my website, SusanSmithJones.com, I have free healthy living monthly newsletters. Only once a month will you get a newsletter from me in April. By the way, so you sign up, you'll get the newsletter. April has info on how to lower your, you're going to love this, blood pressure, how to support brain health, how to lose weight, great recipes like black burger, sweet potato burgers, um, and how to eat more vegetables throughout the day and actually make it fun. But I've got great newsletters. I'd, I'd love to say um, if you want uplifted or wired for high-level wellness, just go to my website and go to new books, and you can you can see the forewords and get samples of the book, and you can get autographed copies from me or go to Amazon and. It's only in my newsletter, and if you follow me on Twitter at Susan Smith Jones, uh, in my newsletters and on Twitter, I post a lot of my videos. I I do video, TV, and radio interviews all over the world, not just in America, and that's where I post them, so you can see me in action if you want. That sounds great. And real briefly before we let you go, someone wanted to ask about. Are you a vegetarian, they're asking. Do you suggest people stick mostly with vegetables, or are you also a meat eater? Yes. No, I don't eat meat, uh, but when people ask me what my diet is, uh, I say I eat a vegetable-centric diet. Oh, gosh, I wish we could just talk about nutrition for another hour. Um, you Again, you you want to eat your foods as close to the way nature made them as possible. You want half of your plate to be vegetables. You know, science has discovered that only one in 500 Americans eat enough vegetables. That should be the cornerstone of a healthy diet, of a heart-healthy, um, diabetes-favorable, long, longevity-favorable diet. If you don't eat lot, lots of vegetables, the most nutrient-rich food on planet Earth, you can't be healthy. I even have a full-color, beautiful, faith-based book called Kitchen Gardening, uh, Rejuvenate with Homegrown Sprouts. My grandmother taught me how to grow broccoli, alfalfa, red clover, garbanzo bean sprouts. I've been doing it for decades ever since. It takes two to three minutes a day. In three to four days, you'll have a huge quart jar and broccoli sprouts. If you can eat a quarter of a cup a day, it will cut your chances of getting cancer by 50%. Broccoli sprouts take three to four days to grow and you never know how fresh they are in the market 
And the plant, a broccoli plant, takes 77 days, and it takes a few inches of space in your kitchen. So um, I, I could talk to you about all of this for that's hours. All, yeah, that's fantastic. So, again, I'm going to hold the book up here. It's Uplifted, 12 Minutes to More Joy, Faith, Peace, Kindness, and Vitality. The book, it sounds like it covers just about everything. I mean, it's, it's not just uh, talking about diet. It's not just talking about things like meditation. It's talking about things like oh, no. how to build confidence and self-esteem. And I mean, everything and anything is in the yes, book. And by the way, I've got two chapters, as you as you probably know, on food. There are some foods that will take away depression and lift up your mood. Mm. There are other foods that without a doubt will cause depression and even suicidal thoughts. Wow. So I go into detail on, on those kind of foods and and about exercise and uplifted and and in Wired it's this is it's spring this is a good time to to detoxify and rejuvenate your program and I have lots of recipes in Wired for high level wellness I didn't want to give you Jim one book that's six hundred pages no no worries that's why I I have two complimentary books that go together with the whole program. I've taught to celebrities and athletes and and Susan. I wish we had more time, but we're 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 out of time. But okay. it's fantastic. I want to make sure people have the website though before we go. SusanSmithJones.com. There's a newsletter there and uh, access to uh, videos and other information. And then on Twitter, is it Susan Smith Jones on Twitter? Yes, yes. Okay, Ask very good. Susan Smith-Jones, yes. Susan Smith-Jones, thank you so much for joining us. It's thank been fascinating. You. Thank you so much. And it went so it went too fast. God bless you so much. I know. I, I Listen, I'd be with you anytime. Thank you. God bless. We appreciate it. Wow. That was, that was crazy. I mean, I couldn't believe all the information that she was sharing. I was sitting here. It was like trying to sip from a fire hose. Um, so much information. And I'll be honest with you, a lot of these books I get, I don't have time to read a lot of these books, but this is one that I am personally going to completely read. I did, of course, study it for the interview, but uh, didn't read it page for page. But after that interview, I'm like, I need that book and I've got it sitting right here. And so we're going to uh, take that on this week. Thank you so much for joining us. And uh, it's always good to have you with us as we're live with you on Sunday nights. And remember, if it's Sunday night, it's Jim Paris live. Thanks so much. God bless. We'll talk to you next time. So long, everybody.